Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I am Kustodin Atanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the news headlines on Wednesday the 31st of August. The architect of Soviet perestroika Mikhail Gorbachev dies age 91. The task of the caretaker government is to organize fair and free elections, says caretaker Premier Golub Donev. International Atomic Energy Agency experts head for Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Caretaker cabinet prepares law on adoption of the euro. Illegal weapons, ammunition, confiscated at Lesovo border crossing. Bulgaria reports declining numbers of COVID-19 infections. And now the news in full. The last leader of the USSR, Mikhail Gorbachev, has died at the age of 91. Having come to power in 1981, Gorbachev initiated sweeping political and economic reforms aimed at modernizing and opening up the USSR and the Eastern Bloc countries. For this, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1990. In the history of the 20th century, Gorbachev is the Soviet leader who put an end to the age of communism and the Cold War. Seen as a hero in the West, in his own country, Gorbachev is regarded as a controversial figure. The man whose policies brought about the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991. Here is his own evaluation of those events and of East-West relations as a whole. The opening up of the socialist camp was a necessary change, Gorbachev said in an interview for the Bulgarian National Radio in the late 2010s. Cooperation should be developed if everyone wants to dominate and takes no heed of anyone else. That is not going to work. All such projects end badly. The time when there will be no dividing lines is still far in the future, Gorbachev said. In 2019, Mikhail Gorbachev called for the annihilation of nuclear weapons, quote, to save ourselves and the planet, end of quote. As long as there exists mass destruction weapons and most of all nuclear weapons, the danger is colossal. All nations must declare that nuclear weapons must be annihilated to save ourselves and the planet, Mikhail Gorbachev said in an interview with BBC. For most Bulgarians, Mikhail Gorbachev is the man who brought about the downfall of the Bulgarian Communist Party. We keep waiting for someone new, the good leader who will make everything all right, Mikhail Gorbachev said in his interview for the Bulgarian National Radio. You know, the hopes of a new Tsar, of a new Secretary-General or someone else are a thing of the past, gone and forgotten. People should change and are changing, said Mikhail Gorbachev.
At the beginning of today's cabinet sitting, caretaker Premier Golub Donev urged the cabinet ministers to keep their composure, even though they sometimes have to answer allegations that are untrue and offensive. The election campaigning has begun before the official start and, unfortunately, there are factors who perceive the caretaker government as a foe in this campaign and want to take dubious political advantages at our expense, Gallup Donev said. He pointed out that the caretaker government will not be taking part in the election and that it is logical for the parties and coalitions to look for opponents elsewhere. In Gallup Donev's words, it is the caretaker government's prime task to resolve the problems of the Bulgarian citizens, not to enter into discussion with those who have created them with their actions or with their inaction. The caretaker premier stated that his team will continue to work hard and in an organized fashion for overcoming real, not made-up difficulties. By force of the constitution and as our conscience dictates, it is our responsibility to provide for the preparations and the holding of fair and free elections, Gallup Donna said. That is what we are doing and we shall do it, making no compromises, Premier Donev added. The International Atomic Energy Agency team are heading for the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant today. For security reasons, the exact time of their arrival is being withheld. International Atomic Energy Agency Director General Rafael Grossi said that after months of painstaking efforts, the International Atomic Energy experts were heading for the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, Europe's biggest, to assess the real situation there and to help stabilize the situation as much as we can, says Rafael Grossi. Since the beginning of March, the power station has been occupied by the Russian army. During a meeting with the International Atomic Energy Agency experts, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky stated that the international community must insist on the power plant's immediate demilitarization. This means Russia should immediately withdraw its forces and stop shelling from the nuclear facility, Volodymyr Zelensky said. Russia and Ukraine have continued to trade blame for the shelling of the power plant. At the same time, the counteroffensive of the Ukrainian army in Kherson region continues. Three crucial bridges over the Dnipro River have been hit with the aim of cutting off Russia's supply lines. According to the Russian Defense Ministry, one of the attacks of the Ukrainian forces has been repelled and the Ukrainian side suffered considerable losses. Bulgaria's caretaker cabinet is preparing a law for the adoption of the euro, the Bulgarian National Radio reported. After the meeting of the government, caretaker deputy premier Atanas Pekanov stated that the goal was for the proposal to be considered by a regular parliament and expressed hope that this would happen by the beginning of 2023. According to Pekanov, a national plan for the introduction of the euro from the 1st of January 2024 has been adopted. 
The caretaker cabinet continues to work in this direction as it believes that joining the Eurozone will bring benefits both for the economy and for the image of Bulgaria. After the meeting, it also became clear that the caretaker government has asked the European Commission for an advanced payment of nearly 1.4 billion euros under the Recovery and Resilience Plan. According to Atanas Pekanov, the money will be used for renovation of buildings, new technologies for businesses and projects in the transportation sector. Bulgaria's Ministry of Foreign Affairs has defined as unacceptable, indecent and frankly anti-Bulgarian the statements of the Albanian Prime Minister Edi Rama during the Bled Strategic Forum on the 29th and the 30th of August. In an official statement, Bulgaria's Ministry of Foreign Affairs defines as false Rama's statement that Bulgaria has blocked the beginning of Albania's EU membership negotiations for eight years. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs also points out that Eddie Rama's anti-Bulgarian rhetoric is now combined with an anti-European focus and an attempt to humiliate the mechanisms of the European process. The position of Bulgaria's foreign ministry emphasizes that Bulgaria holds the right to react in an appropriate way following the principles of international and European law. Customs officials at the Lesovo border checkpoint between Bulgaria and Turkey have found a pistol without inscriptions and without a serial number and 106 cartridges, the press center of the customs agency reported. The illegal weapon was carried in a handbag by a Bulgarian woman arriving from Turkey traveling in a car driven by a man. The driver claimed that the weapon and ammunition belonged to him. 102 packs of smuggled cigarettes were also found in the car. Weapons and ammunition were seized. Pre-trial proceedings have been initiated in the case. At the end of the rescue archaeological survey of a site from the Roman age, registered to the southwest of the Ostrusha Mount near the town of Kazanluk, archaeologists made some important finds the Bulgarian Telegraph Agency reports. The excavations are being conducted by a team from the local Museum of History Iskra as part of the municipality project, the World of Thracians, under the operational program Regions in Growth 2014-2020. Fifteen archaeological structures have been registered in the course of the dig, two of them farming buildings. They are made of mud brick or wattle and daub with stonework foundations. The pottery found on site and a few other finds date the discovery to the 3rd, the 4th century. A large jar for storing wheat was found in one of the buildings. Such jars were buried in the ground with only their lid covered mouths remaining on the surface. The jar found at Ostrusha is large and very well preserved which will allow it to be put on display. COVID-19 860 is the number of new COVID-19 cases out of 5,878 tests performed in the country in the past 24 hours, a positivity rate of 14.6%. 
835 patients are being treated in hospital, 50 of them in intensive care units. 150 is the number of new hospital admissions in the past day. One COVID-related death has been reported in the past day. The number of recoveries reported in the past 24 hours is 1,457. 1,531 doses of vaccine have been administered in the past day. 2,069,114 is the number of people in the country with a completed vaccination cycle. 866,486 have taken a booster shot and 63,473 a second booster shot. And now the weather forecast. Cloudy skies are expected across the country tomorrow with intermittent showers and thunderstorms in many places. The maximum temperatures tomorrow will be between 25 and 30 degrees Celsius in the southeastern regions, up to 33 degrees in Sofia around 25 degrees Celsius. Cloudy skies are also expected along the Bulgarian Black Sea coast. There will be brief showers accompanied by thunder. In some areas, there are conditions for more intense phenomena. A moderate wind will blow mainly from the north-northeast. The maximum temperatures will be 26-28 degrees Celsius, close to the seawater temperature. In the mountains, clouds are also expected, with short-term precipitation accompanied by thunder in some places in the afternoon hours. Light to moderate winds are also possible, but with the development of cumulus clouds, there will be temporary increases. The maximum temperature at 1200 meters will be around 21 degrees at 2,000 meters, around 14 degrees Celsius. Bulgaria Today You're listening to the English-language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, now the headlines, once again. The architect of Soviet perestroika Mikhail Gorbachev dies age 91. The task of the caretaker government is to organize fair and free elections, says caretaker Premier Galab Donev. International Atomic Energy Agency experts head for Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Caretaker cabinet prepares law on adoption of the euro. Illegal weapons, ammunition confiscated at Lesovo border crossing. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Drought, which has swept across Europe, is a growing concern for Bulgarians living along the Danube River. The low water level of the river is causing extreme losses to shipping. Hundreds of self-propelled and non-self-propelled vessels are waiting in the Bulgarian-Romanian stretch of the river, and forecasts are not at all optimistic. Waters are also running low in the middle and upper reaches of the river because there is no rain in the catchment area and tributaries cannot fill one of the major European waterways. The water level is unusually low. I have been in the administration for more than 10 years and I can say that there has never been such a long period of drought, said Captain Tony Tudorov, head of Directorate River Supervision 
long at the maritime administration. The consequences of the low water of the river are multifaceted and affect various industries, shipping and irrigation most of all. Conditions are definitely not good, said Captain Tudorov. There are four sections that are problematic in terms of depth, according to the Romanian authorities who are responsible for them, says Tony Tudorov. Currently, the two shallowest spots are near Bogdan Sechen and Dobrina Islands. They are 1.60 meters and 1.80 meters deep, respectively, he told the Bulgarian national radio Vidin, adding that there is no information about stranded vessels in the region of operation of the port of Lom branch. The residents of Vidin, who live along the big European river, are also worried. They recall past periods of drought. I remember that navigation nearly halted a few years ago. I hope it will rain and the river will fill up a bit, a citizen of Vidin told the Bulgarian National Radio. No, I don't remember the level being that low, says a worried woman from the town of Vidin. There have been years when ships have not sailed because the level was low. Now there are fish. My nephew goes fishing and catches a lot of fish. This year there was no snow, no rain and that's why the level is so low. It's really problematic both for irrigation and for the nuclear power plant in Kuzlodui. Drought damages everything. It is everywhere. The low water level in the Danube also affects the ecosystem as a whole. Valentin is a long-time fisherman from the town of Vidin. Although he's already retired, he doesn't miss a day by the river with his fishing rod. The fish come out in the morning usually at 7 o'clock. It's daylight and at 9 a.m. they stop pecking, says Valentin. At dusk it's biting again. We are here at these spots every night. Now they've spoiled the bank here. There used to be plenty of fish, but since they made this bank with these rocks, they've spoiled the good fishing spots. There has been low water before, but this time it has lasted a long time. It's a lot of water, the Danube, not like some tiny creek or lake, and it's dried up. There is enough water, but the fish run to the deep because the weather is hot, said the fisherman from the town of Vidin. Apart from being detrimental to human activities, the drought also directly puts at risk the animal and plant diversity along the river, as it is particularly devastating to the wetlands and the waterfowl that nest there. The situation is caused by complex reasons. Stoyan Mikhov, freshwater program manager, WWF Bulgaria, explained to the Bulgarian National Radio. It is mostly related to the severe drought and high temperatures since the beginning of the year in Central and Eastern Europe. 
where the Danube River originates. Unfortunately, the consequences are rather serious for all the animals and plants that are directly dependent on the water in the Danube. It is particularly bad for the wetlands and the waterfowl that nest in them, because in the spring the river level was so low that it failed to flood the wetlands along the Danube and the birds were unable to nest. This is a serious problem because the majority of waterfowl are in danger of extinction precisely because their nesting sites have dried up, says Stoyan Mikhov. The drought has affected many agricultural areas since irrigation from the Danube now is impossible, especially in places without pumping stations. People's water wells near the river are almost completely dried up as they are directly connected to the level of the Danube. Low level and high water temperatures are a problem for the nuclear power plants that are cooled by the river waters, worn reports from several countries. The problems are multifaceted, but this situation is also linked to global climate change, and the forecasts are not very good, as our area is in one of the highest levels of drought projected for the next 20 or 30 years, Stoyan Mikhov said. Song of the day. As we near the end of the show, it's time for our music slot. Rainbow is one of the latest singles of the famous rock singer Tomas Dravkov. He wrote the music and lyrics of the piece. Arrangement Tomas Dravkov, Svetlin Stajkov and Nikolai Toshev. As Tomas says, the song is a palette of life moments containing colorful moments of carefree childhood, glances at the blue sky and sad pictures of old age. It is a song about the nuances of life the bitter and sweet moments, the colorful picture of feelings and emotions called life. The song is a symbol of hope because the sun always shines after the rain. That has been all on Bulgaria today, this Wednesday, the 31st of August, dear friends. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. Our podcast is available for listening on Spotify. All you need to do to find it is type Bulgaria Today podcast. Don't forget that you can always drop us a line at radiobulgaria at bnr.bg or english at bnr.bg. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us. Stay healthy and take care. National Radio.